Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 71 of the Sunfire Tavern, our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies, and TV, with me, Ollie, and my co-host Clark, discussing the hot topics from the last few weeks. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Oh, and you can send us questions, comments, or whatever you want via the Google form linked in the podcast information below. Hey Clark, how's it going, man? Hello, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. Having a bit of a, a bit of a chill Sunday. Just been you know chilling out, playing some games. Thought we'd just record an episode. You know? Yeah, it's definitely one of those days today because of the. I mean, we were just talking just offline, but the fog and how cold it is. Um, I've literally I, I got killed up under a blanket on the sofa playing a bit of Marvel's Midnight Suns and just fell asleep. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a slice on the game, by the way, because the game is fantastic. But yeah. really cold man it's so cold i've got no energy i went to the gym this morning and did like half of what i usually do mm. um and just got home and i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean also this morning it was just like like you know, the fog you were saying it was like hill. silent hill yeah. yeah it's like someone turned down the draw distance <laughs> that's exactly what i thought when i walked out i was like oh I yeah. the rendering's off today <laughs> i was like oh damn yeah. <laughs> yeah, half expecting to see like a Elden Ring boss, like boss appear. That would be sick. Yeah. That would be sick. <laughs> Just hear, that. hear the yeah. music. Big health bar appears in front of you. Like, what is this? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, since I'm the host this week, we can go into our very intense agenda with so many topics. I mean. I'm I'm am just kidding. There was there, the only real thing that happened was uh, the game awards, which I mean is a huge topic, but so, yeah, there's a lot to talk about there. Yeah. So so yeah. so the agendas we've got are we've got the game awards, then we've got um our personal top five of what <laughs> you know, what we played this year. So uh, this, it's the official Sunfire Tavern Game Awards 2022. People have been waiting all year for this. That Ollie. is true. People we're in been. our suits. Yeah. We're, we you know we, we've uh, we've made sure the security keep an eye on the stage because you know don't want anyone rush to the stage that'd be a bad idea yeah with baiting oh yeah please don't yeah don't don't rush the stage don't rush our yeah. stage but, just uh, stay off the stage <laughs> yes people wait a bated breath honestly yeah. to see, see what uh, our top five games very exciting are. um and then we can talk about some bingeable tv series uh, for the christmas break for people to watch since uh, hopefully everybody's gonna have some long breaks coming up so perfect time to binge some stuff watch some stuff on tv you know yeah. Uh, cool. So, I guess we'll start with the usual. Clark, what have you been playing, what have you been watching? You said you've been uh, having a look at M- Marvel's Midnight Suns. I have, uh, and it's absolutely fantastic. Like, um, it's So, uh, we, we got it through work, they gave us a free copy of it, and we were all just like, oh yeah, this is fine. Uh, I got it home, put it in, and I was like, yeah, this is cool, I'm kind of enjoying this, and it has just sucked me right in. It's. Uh, do you know much about it at all? Uh, I've seen the ads for it, like when I went to go see Black Panther two, and oh, it dear. looks like a ca- character action game kind of thing, right? Uh, yeah. So it's it's by the people that made XCOM, and it is kind of XCOM. It, mm. It's it's so the, the best way I can describe the combat is it sits between XCOM's combat system and Mario Rabbids. Right. So it's not as complex as the one in, in XCOM, nor is it as unforgiving. Um, it's it's a lot more enjoyable. Like like you don't have you know there's that whole miss thing in in XCOM where you can take a shot point point blank range and still miss. Yes, yeah. In yeah. this, they, they've just done away with that because that's just frustrating. Like, that's it's good. not a fun mechanic. Yeah. Um, and and you get to play as obviously all the different Marvel heroes. And so far, I'm playing as um, Blade, uh, Iron Man, Spider Man, and 
a few others. So there's one called um, uh, she's Colossus's sister, which is weird. I can remember that part, oh. but I forget her name. Her name's Magic, and her ability is she has this. It's it's, it's she's like um, like Russian, I think. I think she's Russian. Right. Okay. Uh, apologies if she's not. She's she's very much like got a very strong like either Russian or kind of Eastern European accent. Um, and her ability is she has this massive like bastard sword. By the way, that's the name of the sword. I'm not just saying she's got a bastard sword, um, which she like swings and cuts a hole in the universe, uh, allowing you to portal. Oh. So she's the fast travel system. Oh, that's cool. But she can also come with you and fight. Yeah. And she uses those abilities in combat. So like she can slice a hole in the in the air in combat and make a temporary portal that you can like throw people into, which you can then aim. So you can you can like aim the portal in a certain direction. Uh, the exit one, obviously, and they pop out and hit like the the obstacles in the in the map. Oh, that's which is cool. it's brilliant. Like the combat system is really deep, um, and, and and it all kind of folds around this this system where um you know like Persona and Fire Emblem, you've got that like school setup where you have to befriend people to make them more powerful in the game. Yes. So you you, you know you go and take them on dates, and that that system's in, but it, it's a little bit less um creepy than it is in fire emblem because <laughs> mm. you're not really dating you're just being friends so like you'll go you wolverine's in it as well so you, you'll take wolverine fishing for example and you're just standing there <laughs> chatting while you're fit it's really odd um I, I don't think that that system suits um the the game but it definitely suits the it's, it's hard to say because i'm the more i'm doing it the more i'm like i wonder what wolverine's up to right now yeah <laughs> I think i'll go and have a chat I mean, um it sounds it sounds a bit quirky but also like pretty funny like pretty fun yeah it's, it's i mean because you're at like a high school and they're all a bunch of it's, it's like the uh, uh xavier school for gifted children only for kind of magic based heroes right okay. because because the, the midnight suns are a group of people that have like very supernatural abilities like mm. one of your characters this the uh what's her name uh god what's she called uh i, f- I actually forget her name but, but her real name is nico um so her non-hero name is nico and she has this thing called the staff of one and the staff of one can grant any wish once, so you can ask it to do something and it will do it once. But but the the outcome can be apocalyptic, right? Um, but she uses that in combat and she manipulates it using her own abilities because she's got like super. She's got like baseline magic effectively, like Scarlet Witch magic, but not as strong, right? Okay. So she's got like this roulette system where um, you'll use a card because it's a card against a card game because of course it's all card based because every game is card based now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but your card is just your abilities. Right. So you have three card uses per round, which you can manipulate with certain abilities. But you have three card uses per round, which cover all of the heroes in combat, and you have three heroes in combat. So effectively, you have one, uh, one, one turn per one turn per hero per turn. Right. So every hero gets to go. But you can also stack all those turns into one hero if you want to. Interesting. Okay. So it it's very cool. Um, I'm really enjoying it, and it is insanely deep. Um, the, the only downside to it is it, it's all set in this big abbey, like like I said, this big school, and that just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's an awful lot of like mindless wandering about to go and do stuff, like a so, like, have... open world kind of thing. Or... Yeah, sort sort. It's an open world to explore, but it's not like a massively open world. It's in a very enclosed area, right? Okay. But it's just massive, and a lot of it is just arbitrarily wandering from point A to point B. Okay. Right, and and sort of drifting around, going like so. Agatha Harkness haunts the grounds. Uh, as a ghost, and she she's um, you're the only one that can see it because you're you're the chosen one, uh, but you're a new Marvel character, so you're entirely self-created, and you're called the Hunter, uh, but you're the 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 son or daughter of a demon lord, 
mm-hmm. uh, who is obviously the big bad guy. Like, this is this is by the way not spoilers. This is all revealed like within the first thirty seconds of the game. Yes. You're resurrected to try and fight Lilith, who is this demon queen, um, and she's your mum. Right. Um, okay. So yeah, and it's it's so good. It's so good. Like I'm really really enjoying it. So yeah, that sounds a lot more interesting than the um, trailers and videos I saw. Which is strange, isn't it? Yeah. Because <laughs> they do a worse job of selling it to me. But then I'm also slightly twisted on it because obviously I didn't pay for it. So, yes. you know, when, when you get given a key, you're more like, eh, I like this game, but do I love it? And I, I wouldn't say I love it, but I go back to it for like two or three hours at a time. So I'm definitely enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. And and like the, the, just each combat encounter takes ages. Because mm. it's it's XCOM where it's all turn based and, and you really do have to strategize. Yeah. Because it's it's less about um it's less about playing chess and more about getting your characters in the right position so that at the end of that turn they can kind of do something big. Right. Okay. And and you know the enemies and it's got the same thing where at the end of every round of battle the screen refills with enemies so loads more enemies flood in. Jesus. Okay. And and it gets overwhelming quite quickly if you don't deal with it because a lot a lot of the cards are like um, if the the enemy you kill with this ability so if the enemy you hit with this ability dies the ability repeats yes and you can choose like three four five enemies to jump onto with, with the chance of killing all five of them so there's a lot of that mm. uh, and then the staff of one that character i was talking about hers is um if you kill someone with the card it will randomly target anyone else and it means anyone else so it could oh. be you as well <laughs> that's fun <laughs> it's very fun it's really cool and i really enjoyed the outcome of the combat with that because Mostly it's been positive, but occasionally she does something and I'm like, you bitch. (laughs) See, this game, like, this game sounds so good, but I don't know why I'm just so averse to the Marvel, like, branding or franchise. But it's cool that they've taken that, like, the Marvel, yeah, like, brand, and they've done this really, sounds like a really cool game. Like, a really good idea, yeah. But yeah. The thing is, like, you remember Avengers? Mm. So, Avengers got everything wrong. This is the exact counterbalance of that. Like, it just gets everything right. Right. In a nice way, like, like so you immediately start out, you're meeting... Oh, Doctor Strange in it as well. He's one of my best friends in the game. Because <laughs> uh, his, his magic is bonkers. Also, when you're referring um, to the Avengers, do you mean the game? Yes, uh, the Avengers game, the, the right, terrible okay. one, the bad one. Yes. Uh, yes but yes. obviously, the overarching Avengers are always the same. But the, the Avengers game that came out had the heroes in it, but they didn't look like the ones in the movie. Yeah. Which I think was a big problem for a lot of people. This has that same problem, but it doesn't seem to matter. Because yeah. you immediately establish these characters as this is this universe's version of the of the um uh, of the Avengers. And they also refer a lot to things that happen in the movie, which are also the, the canon universe of MCU. Mm. So it's it's the the the, the canon of MCU, sorry, because it can't be a universe universe, can it? Um <laughs> It's just, it's just great. Like it's it's really good, and it, graphically it's very pretty as well. It's not the best looking game I've ever seen, but I'm playing it in 4K on my Series X, and it's a really good game for sitting on the sofa, and it's it's just fun. And and like each Marvel character plays how you would expect them to play. So like Spider Man, for example, is like flipping around all over the place and like flicking people at each other and blinding people with his webs. Mm. That's his big thing. Uh, but Wolverine is just like aggressively tearing people in half. Yeah, and and uh, Blade, for example, is like Blade is a hero I've never given a shit about, but now I actually care because he's very strong in this game. Like he's got all bleeds and combos and stuff, and it's it's all about life steal because obviously he's a vampire. So yeah, like, it's really cool. Like highly recommend it. Sounds so really if anyone's cool. listening, buy that game. Yeah. Um. 
Cool. I've been Good. playing that. Um, oh, sorry, I've run what we've been playing, not what's my review of Midnight Suns. No, I mean, that's perfectly fine. Like, yeah. This is what this section's for. Well, have, you, yeah. have you had a chance to play anything else or try anything else? Uh, what else have I been playing? I'll have to have a think, actually. Oh, I mean, Pokemon Violet Scarlet. Did we talk about that yet? Yeah, we talked about it last, we last episode, yeah. Yeah, it's it's still as bad as it was in the last episode. <laughs> yeah, as in technically. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's trash. Like it's yeah. absolute trash to the point where now, where a lot of the fans have started to realise as well. So like the conversation on Reddit has finally turned away from being, oh, but it's poor indie company Nintendo. They're doing their best to like, the game actually sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, you were saying like the gameplay of it was pretty good, as in like the story and the gameplay true. was pretty good. Though. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. That still stands. But, but once you end, as as is true with any Pokemon game, once you get to the the end game, the end game is the bit that holds you, and it's yeah. not holding me. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. So yeah, there's that. Uh, what else have we been playing? Uh, I think that's been about it this week. Like I've even stopped playing Overwatch because, oh god, has that got boring? <laughs> yeah, because there's a new season starting soon, right? It started. Um, oh, it's already started. Yeah. Oh yeah, because Ram- Ramatra's out. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Ramatra. Thank you. Uh, he's been released, and people are upset again that he's locked behind a paywall. Yep. Uh, I mean, you can unlock him for free, but it's a obscene amount of combat to to actually get him to unlock. Yeah. And I'm just, uh, I think I've dropped off Overwatch, which is a shame because it was one of my like big big play games. But yes. Yeah. I think I've fallen off. I'm kind of interested, uh, on, you know, on in the realm of free to play games. Like Fortnite started its uh, fourth chapter, and yes. uh, once Oof. again, looking at it, I'm like, oh, I mean, you know, I had my brief re- rekindling with Fortnite uh, for yeah. a few for a few weeks, and that was a lot of fun. So now I'm like, oh, well, have you seen what they've done? Now? They've moved to Unreal's. I want to say uh, five, yeah, five, yes, five, yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. and it looks. I was going to say six, but I was like, Unreal Six doesn't exist, so yeah. And visually, it looks fantastic. Yeah, it's it's like, stunning. Again, I downloaded it on the Xbox, and I was like, holy shit, this is running on the Xbox. <laughs> yeah. They added, like, a like, perk system and stuff, which looks mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. like So I might try it out. Um, that's on my watch list at the moment. I might actually download it off this podcast <laughs> and just <give> it <laughs> go update it, play a few rounds. Um, but yeah, I guess if, that's a, if, if you're done with what you've been playing, yeah. uh, I guess I can talk briefly about what I've been playing. So I have fallen off of DMZ. Uh, I have, you know, I'll load it up. I've been loading it up occasionally, but uh, I've kind of fallen off a bit now. Uh, DMZ, DMZ, the Call of Duty um, free-to-play game. Mode. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know it was called DMZ. I was like, I didn't know you were playing so, Dead or Alive. Oh no, so so like the thing's called Warzone, but then the game mode that I play a lot of is called DMZ because I don't really. Have no, an I think you told me that last last time we spoke, but I just didn't remember what the yeah, acronym yeah, yeah. was. Uh, yeah, I just don't really have an interest in the like battle royale part of the game, but the other, you know, the DMZ part of it was interesting. But I think I just kind of like over played too many shooters, kind of thing, or like played too much of it. And now I kind of got to the point with DMZ where I'm kind of like, eh, there's not really that much to do. Or like that, you know, I've kind of done everything, and now it's like the only thing left is to kind of just like do more PvP. And I'm kind of like looking for them to add new things. Like I thought. You know, if given that Warzone 2 was like a live service game, they'd just be constantly refreshing and adding stuff to it. But I guess, you know, they did slap the beta tag on uh, DMZ. So, you know, I'd be interested to see what they do because the new season of that game is starting soon as well. Uh, and they're adding a raid, which is weird for Call of okay. Duty to have a raid. That's very <laughs> odd. Yeah. So um, that'll be interesting to see. I'm interested to see what people think of that. Um, so instead of playing DMZ, uh, just up, just before we started recording this podcast, I started uh, playing the new TFT set. So going, I'm basically just going back to like my old 
old games. So like the new TFT set dropped, and it's all themed around uh, like superheroes and like uh, kind of like you know where it's like you know squads of superheroes fighting big monsters. I don't know what you call that theme where it's like you know like t you know uh, Invincible. The the Amazon yes. series Invincible, where yes, it's like yeah, you know, yeah. the, the teams squads of like superheroes and stuff. Yeah, it's kind of like like that. So you have all, so you have your like big monsters, and then you have your like teams of superheroes, and it's all the champions from League of Legends, but dressed in like all the different outfits and stuff. And it's looking really fun. So I'm having a lot of fun playing that a lot. Um, what else? Oh, I downloaded a game called Last Call BBS uh, on Steam, which is a very very programmer game or as a game design I've heard of it yeah it's, it's a game design it's by Zachtronics so it's by the then they make mostly like games which are programming disguised to make it seem fun uh I say seem fun it is fun like those games are a lot of fun uh, a bit um, like um oh god human resource factory yes precisely kind of yeah, 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 hum yeah human yeah. resource machine yeah it's yeah, like exactly the kind of game so last call bbs is kind of like a swan song or like a callback to kind of back in the day when you would fire up like your old computer and you know die it has dial up tones and stuff like that and it's like got the thing when you open up an executable and it does like the weird like loading like you know you can literally hear the ram loading <laughs> something uh and you know you would call into the online early internet and download games online and just play like whatever free games you could find kind of thing so it's kind of like a mid, but that's the stylizing of it. But basically, it's just lots of small puzzle games which you can download from a fake like online server called a BBS, um, and then you just install them on your fake computer and you can just play them. So it's like lots of different small games. Um, I've only played like a few of them so far. There's one which is basically like uh, a money puzzle exchanger thing. So it's it's pretty funny because like you download the game and it's like all in Jap it's all in Japanese. So obviously you can't read it. But it's very, it, you know, it just give me that vibe of kind of like, oh, I just installed, I just downloaded some random Japanese game and put it on my emulator, and it goes like, oh, how do I play? You look at the how to play, it and it's all in Japanese, but it has diagrams. <laughs> so you have to like understand how to play the puzzle game from the diagrams, and then you kind of oh, a like, bit like play Tunic, it. then. Yeah, I guess a little bit, yeah, but in, okay. in in a more like realistic, real life sense of being like more, oh. more of a kind of oh for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, kind of that kind of thing, right? But it has that nice thing of being like you kind of like look at the diagram, you're like I. I think I know what that means, how that works, and you figure it out. You're like, oh, okay, cool. The diagram does actually make sense. Kind of thing. <laughs> so it's like that's quite a lot of fun. And then there was another game I downloaded called, um, which was well, I, I guess I think it's called like, um, it's, it's some play on Dungeons and Dragons. But the idea is that it's basically like a Sudoku or a, um, you know, Picross. It's like a Picross or a yes. Sudoku, but the theme is that uh, you have like done, you have like. Uh, monsters and chests on a grid and you have to draw the dungeon around it based on like you know like a monster has to be at the end of a corridor and like the room with the chest in it has to be a three by three so it's kind of like you know like a logic puzzle game and that was quite a lot of fun also it just has solitaire i'm not gonna lie i played solitaire for like an hour <laughs> so <laughs> so you know it's one of those games where it's like oh it's like nice co it's like a very cozy game i guess uh and just gives me a lot of nostalgia of like playing with early computers i guess so that's that's a lot of fun um what else have i been playing oh uh i'm playing vampire survivors on mobile because that came out oh the same uh, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yep. same been such a great tube game 
fantastic it's tube game. <laughs> brilliant on mobile yeah. as well. It's free as well. Yeah, it's free. free. Yeah. It's... Why is it free? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> have, I mean, you've obviously seen the monetization though. Is that you? Yeah, it's ads. Yeah. You watch an ad to come back to life. Yeah. Which is a mechanic you don't have in the PC version. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's a bit. I mean, it's not. The, the thing I like is that, like, it's not egregious. It isn't... All oh, the ads are opt-in, right? Which absolutely is not hating on that, by the so, way. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm saying it's a it's an interesting way of doing it, because I was like, oh, I have... It's, it's, it's very good. Yeah. I have heard that on iOS, you can pay to receive all the watch ad bonuses and just have them permanently unlocked, but on Android, you can't. Which it's probably something that will come eventually. Because I, I was actually looking for the option to just buy it. Yeah. Just be like, okay, I, I would happily pay like three or yeah. four pounds to have Same. this on my phone. Same, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I was looking for that on the Android version, but apparently it's not there. But I heard someone talking about it and that the option did exist, so I'm assuming it's only on iOS, which also plays into the uh, how iOS and Android normally play on app stores, which is that Android normally monetizes less and you can make more money through ads. Whereas yeah. like iOS people normally just pay for microtransactions. So well, yeah. Cool. So to be the the big gaming dickhead that I am, I, I would imagine that a big games company would probably consider that. But this is just one dude. I know. Yeah. Like, and and he's also uh, there's an interview with him as well. He's lovely. The guy is, and I don't mm. think he's too conscious of like how the mobile games industry works and stuff. So I, I doubt that would have been what led his decision. But if it did, good for him. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's fair cool. enough. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. loving the game. I would happily pay. I would happily give money. <laughs> to... it's, it's, I've bought it three uh, twice now. Yeah, but I would, I would, I was about to buy it for a third time. Yeah, I just can't. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, like I've already paid. I already bought it on Steam and stuff like that. Also, it's like two pounds, man. Like, yeah, exactly. Know, but, yeah. Like, the the cost I've bought for this, paid for this game on multiple platforms and double dipping is less than the cost of any other game. Exactly right. So, so who gives a fuck? Yeah, it's also I mean... free on Game Pass, and I've still bought yep. it. <laughs> exactly. Like... <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, it's great for Pong, I think his name's Ponkel, or like, that's the developer name. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so great for him. Um, and then, I'm trying to think. Oh, I started playing Enter the Gungeon on my Switch. Randomly. Oh, good choice, it's a good game. Yeah, it's a great game. I remember playing it the first time I got my Switch, so that would have been like four years ago or something. And I found it, like, really hard to play on the Switch, so I stopped playing it. But now it's hard like, to play in general, I think. Yeah, I think it was just yeah. hard. And now playing it again. But the other thing is that like, I was trying to play it in like a weird min-max way of being like, oh, I'm not going to use any gun with any ammo unless I get to like a boss. And now I'm just being like, haha, gun go brr. So yeah, exactly. That's like, way I, more I think, fun. So. <laughs> I think um, Breath of the Wild broke that thing inside me where um, normally you stock up all your potions and items and gear and stuff for the final boss and you still don't use them. Yeah. They, they just, like, it's an RPG thing where you just... Hoard and hoard and hoard and never spend. Yeah, exactly. And Breath of the Wild is the game where you have to keep breaking all your big fancy super cool weapons. Yeah. And to be honest, I did eventually. And I, and and that I'm glad it did that because as much as I didn't like that system, it's now made me do that in other games as well. Mm. So like in again using Marvel Midnight Suns as an example, you get these consumables you can use in battle. I would never usually touch them in every single battle I'm using them now. Because I'm just like, you know what? I can replenish them. I can get more. Same as in Pokemon. I was using Ethers, which is like cardinal rule number one to any RPG game. And you yep. never use Ethers. Like, yeah. they're, they're, they're the sacred thing. They're, you know, they're, they're for the, the battle that you're never going to have later in the future. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, it's, I'm glad that I'm doing that now. Because it, it does make the games more fun. Yeah. And it's cool to hear that you're doing that too. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely noticed now when I play games a lot. Like, when I play games nowadays, like RPGs and things. 
Uh, I used to be someone who used to be extremely min-max, right? So I used to be like, oh, I can't use any, like, literally the thing you described being like, I'm not going to use any consumables until I get to the last boss, or don't even use them when you beat the last boss, and then you just don't, and then you just have all these items that you never used, and just made the game harder. And I enjoyed them, still, and I enjoyed playing that way. But now I feel like as I'm getting older, I'm definitely just like, as soon as you pick up any health item, anything, you, instead of being like, when is the optimal thing to use this? I'm just like, uh, <laughs> just press the button. <laughs> yeah, I'll use it, it and just yeah. I'll worry about not having it later. Yes, exactly, I th- yeah. I think that's the thing, is, is I constantly worried about, like, being in a situation where I just wouldn't have the item, and then I was like, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Like, who, who am I trying to impress? Yeah. There's, like, a weird, like, philosophy thing there of being, like, you know, depending on, do you keep these things to be like, oh, I'm gonna need to, I'm gonna need this and have my kind of like safety blanket of like in case I get into that situation, or trying to think and be like, ah, I trust myself enough later on to be like, I'm gonna manage it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It and now, that's, yeah. I, I think I believe in myself now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, <laughs> so, so brave. <laughs> <laughs> so brave. So brave. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much everything I've been playing. Um, so I guess we can just like crack straight into the um, uh, game wards because I guess can't there's say that when I haven't got it loaded up. Hang on. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. There we go. Right now we can do it. We can go. We can go. Yes. So, uh, game so how do you want to do this? Should we? Because we've got the multiple options. What we can do out here? Should we do the awards first, or should we do the reveals first? Uh, I guess we can. We don't have to talk about every award, but we can talk about just uh, like yes, the big we ones. do. <sighs> People have joined us to understand who. One best esports coach this year. Of course, it was Matthias <laughs> Bazaka Tarasconi. I mean, who? Why would? How could it not have been? No idea who any of those people were. And you could even tell when they were doing those announcements. I, I guess we're going to go that way. Yeah. We'll do the awards first. Um, you could even tell when they were doing those announcements. They were just like, and the winner is. I don't know who this person is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's go for the 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 big ones. So like, should we just start with game of the year? Best like, esports game, of course. The store level was <laughs> oh, but Yes, game of the year. Yeah, game, game of, the year. of the year. So, uh, game of the year was Elden Ring, as I predicted. I was like, it there's was, no, there's no possible predicted. way. Yeah, I was like, there's no possible way. I know a lot of people were like, it's a 50 50 between God of War and Elden Absolutely Ring. Absolutely not. But I was like, yeah. I was like, it's not even close. Well, I think because we discussed this when we did our predictions, and um, mm. we both agreed that Elden Ring was going to be the one, but mainly because. Um, uh, God of War was only on one platform, whereas Elden Ring was cross-platform, and it really was a game-changer. Yes. Like, it was just... I, mean, I remember some of the feedback to it was, where's all the cosmetics and stuff? And it's like, the game's filled with cosmetics. And it's like, mm. but but why can't we, like, make... Uh, readjust and do all this kind of stuff? They should add that as DLC. I'm like, this game is literally complete. Yes. It doesn't need anything else. It's fine as it is. Like, yes, if we get DLC, that's great. But people are, like, trying to find reasons to complain about it. Yep. Which, which suggests to me it's a very good game. And obviously it is a fantastic game. Like, I'm, I'm probably going to go back and do another playthrough soon as well. Because it's just genuinely a wonderful game. Yeah. And and, and so well deserved. What, what 100%. A, what a game of the year that is. Yeah, um, like like Miyazaki and the entire team at FromSoft. Like, well. And the, and the other guy so. as well. The, the uh, other guy on the uh, stage. Sorry, well. what, what other guy are you talking about? <laughs> that was weird yeah that was very weird yeah so I, for the people who don't know um, there was a person or I guess they were like 15 or something so a kid uh, it was a red invader wasn't it yeah oh my god <laughs> oh That's my true. god that that edit has to exist right it's the first meme that I saw within within about 10 seconds of it happening because so full disclosure I didn't watch the game awards I yeah. woke up in the middle of the night as that was happening, and just happened to tap on it on my phone because I got a notification on my phone. Yeah, tapped it, watched that for five minutes, and went, 
think I've just seen the best part of the game awards there. Yeah, yeah. So, so for people who who aren't aware, a a person kind of disguised themselves as being part of like Miyazaki's entourage or whatever, and basically just like walked up on stage with them, and no one realized that this person didn't belong there. And then basically after they gave the, I mean, it's nice that he didn't. Yeah, it could have gone way worse, but basically waited till Miyazaki. Yeah, and... we'll we'll talk about that in a minute because I've I've got things to say there. We'll, yeah, we'll, gave, we'll, we'll get to that. Said said their piece, and then as they were walking off, he kind of took the mic and then talked about something to do with like, yeah, talked about some his, weird stuff. His he said like he, something about his his rabbi. He, yeah, um, I dedicate, Bill Clinton. Yeah, I dedicate the Game of the Year award to like Rabbi Bill Clinton or something. His Rabbi Bill Clinton is yeah. what he said. Yeah, which is like, which is nonsense. It's just nonsense. Yeah, like obviously, people now people are trying to like, and now I started this weird thing of people trying to decipher like, what the fuck was he talking about? But it's, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I, I, it, yeah, good thing he didn't say anything like really bad or really he didn't horrible. Kanye West it. Yeah, exactly. Or like, yeah. you know, oh fucking hell, the Kanye West. Well, thing, so but, yeah. so while we're here, my me uh, going. This is going to more the more serious brain for a moment. When I, because I was watching it live, like I said, I, I got woken up by it and just happened to catch it while it was going on. Mm. Unfortunately, my my blood went very cold. Yeah, I, I thought, oh no, this is going to be hitting the news tomorrow for all the wrong reasons because, yeah. you know, a, a young, moderately middle class looking, um, badly adjusted kid on a stage at a big event, looking very nervous and very twitchy. I thought he was going to do something bad, and I'm, yeah. I'm really, obviously, really glad he didn't. Yeah. But for a moment, I was like. Uh, they should be reacting to that far quicker. Because yeah. I, I, t- to be honest, like if if I can be as uh, frank as possible, I thought he was going to attack uh, Miyazaki. Yeah, Is it Miyazaki. Yeah, Miyazaki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miyazaki. I thought he was going to attack him. Yeah, in like a very very bad way. Yeah. Right? Um, and I'm obviously glad he didn't. But that that was me having you know worked at big shows like that before multiple times. I've seen things go wrong, mm-hmm. and I've seen people try and do. Th- I mean, there's so many things that don't make the news as well. Because people are hired to stop them from happening. But I've been at these big shows where you have something like that happen and, and it gets through. Yeah. And I'm really, oh, well, that, I'm, oh, that, that was that was the serious part of the podcast. Yeah. But I just, I'm very glad that we didn't see uh, something horrible. that outcome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We all know what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so, like, apparently some background on this kid. So this is the same kid who apparently at a... Infowars. Yeah, he well he went well the reason he went on to Infowars was because he went to a I think it was a basketball game or a baseball game or something and you know they do the thing where they show the cam reaction where they like you know show the people in the crowd and he yeah. was this was during the Hong Kong riots and basically he like bait and switched the camera into like basically doing like he was holding up like an end, like a shirt or something and then mm. got rid of the shirt and behind that shirt was another shirt that said like free Hong Kong or like stand with Hong Kong or something. Okay. And then of and it's actually quite a it's quite a funny video because you can see the cameraman as soon as that happens you see the cameraman Reacting. just try to yeah, like yeah. dodge <laughs> dodge him <laughs> uh which is uh, you can definitely like the cameraman definitely had a fucking heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> like when that happened, right? Um so the the idea is that uh this might be another like political activism stunt happening here. We're not really sure what so have yet. you seen any of the, the 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 really weak interviews with him after the event no so um. there's there's like a, uh, i think jason squire was the one that did the interview in fact um he did like a skype interview with him mm. 
and he's just he's just an idiot like the, the kid is just an idiot yeah but there's there's no there's no deeper meaning to it he he's babbling he's talking incoherently like he's he's quoting scripture every now and again and, and you're just like oh you, you you've just been yeah you, like, like he's like a meme culture kid yeah basically and, yeah and this is just, it I'm, yeah I'm, I'm not sure if it was just like for the meme or if there's some kind of in, i mean well, he's posting so he weird... explains what he did yeah i mean he's he's posting weird cryptic stuff on twitter being like oh you know i'll we'll, i'll talk more about this is the first what, phase this, yeah yeah stuff, exactly yeah. and it's just like okay dude like yeah but... but but this is this is the thing so um they asked him why he did it and he just said oh someone bet me on my discord channel that i couldn't so i wanted to prove them wrong yeah that was the most coherence we could get out of him yeah and I was like, yeah, to be honest, that actually sounds like what this was. Like, you're just, you're just an idiot who was challenged to do something idiotic, and you've yeah. done something idiotic. Like, yeah. that's it. Stage like, rushing is, like, a big thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I think he's just some kid that's been, like, sucked into meme culture so hard, he, he doesn't know the reality behind it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's really hard to explain, because it's just some fucking idiot. Like, that's all it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, yeah. whatever. It, I mean, like, Again, I'm sure glad it's it seems deeper. most like meme stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was just weird, just really fucking weird. <laughs> like, uh... also, like, so stepping away from it for a moment and actually talking about more about what the impact of it. What a fucking insulting thing to do to 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 yeah, Miyazaki, who actually did really deserve that award. <laughs> yeah, it is a shame that it's like kind of overshadowed the like most people when they're talking about the game awards are talking about they're talking about now. that. Yeah, right. Which I mean, is exactly what well, he wants. Yeah. Exactly what he wants. So. Well, it is it because <laughs> again, it's just incoherent nonsense, is what he's talking. So, yeah. but yeah, I guess he's got his five minutes of fame. But that's all it is going to be to him. It's, mm. it's going to be five minutes of fame because he's going to be forgotten by the end of next week. So, yeah, that's not a threat, by the way. Like, no, that's no, just no, how media like, works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, right? Yeah. So yeah, I guess we should move on as well then and talk about uh, some of the other things on this list. So, uh, as yeah. well as winning Game of the Year, Elden Ring also won Best Game Direction. Perfect. Um, which, yep, makes sense. Great game. Because was God of War was up for, if I remember rightly, God of War and Elden Ring were up for most awards, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, like and... a tie between Elden Ring, God of War, and Horizon were on like every, basically everything. Yes, I remember now. Yeah. And I, 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 th I think again, Elden Ring deserves that award over God of War because while God of War is a good game, it, it's not as good as Elden Ring in every category. I think. Mm, true. Uh, would you agree? Uh. I think there's some categories where God of War probably wins out. Like in my opinion, like best I think... best war god representation. Yeah, exactly. Best <laughs> yeah. depiction of Kratos. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, best award. Best Kratos voice. Best award acceptance speech. You know? Longest uh, award yeah. acceptance speech. <laughs> yeah. nine, uh, nine minutes. I timed it. It's nine minutes. That is that is long. That is nine crazy. fucking minutes, and and it was not a good speech. It was cringy uh, as hell. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then like okay, being genuine though, I do think like God of War Ragnarok probably had a. I mean, it did. It won best narrative, but I yep. think that's that's one of the things that I would be like, you know, Elden Ring's narrative. As much as oh shit, I just remembered. I played Immortality as well. This week. oh okay. I oh, all yes, I remember because I I talked about that and then you went. I'll go and give it a go. Yes, I finally because I it. I didn't rate it. Yes, I finally did it. That is an art ass. That is an art game. That is a that is a weird ass <laughs> art game. But RTS game. <laughs> I will say the sorry like this is callback guys. I guess we'll talk about Immortality here because it's been nominated for a bunch of things here. Yeah, it's the, in. the the acting in Immortality. Is phenomenal. Yeah. It is so good. Like Man and Gage and um, Charlotta 
I forgot her name, but uh, uh Theron, Charlize yes. Theron. No, not Charlize. <laughs> sake. Uh, basically, the one, the character who plays um a character. I guess I won't spoil it, but like plays a character in um Immortality. Her acting was so good, like actually phenomenal. I, mean, I agree. Yeah. Uh, it's just the game didn't land on me. Yeah, the game's just really weird. It is, ba- I mean, theory. I mean, you know, for what it is, I think I I love the idea of the game, and also I love uh, like you're just watching three movies, basically. You're just watching three movies get made. Well, that's a spoiler because you're actually watching two movies, but then you discover as you play. Yeah. Oh, well, hang on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, on. You know, okay. Okay. So I guess I, I don't care about spoilers on okay, this game, by the way. Yeah. Okay. It's, let's, it's, let's talk about the spoilers of the game. Basically, immortality. Yeah. The, the basis of the game is that you, ma- in the words of the game, you match cut your way through three films that are being made at different periods of time. Um, and it's all about this one actress. Uh, I forgot her name. Mar- Marissa Marcel? That's her name, yeah. I think uh, so, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. She starred in these three films and then just suddenly disappeared. And the films never saw the light. None of the films ever saw the light of day except for they just appeared in like a crate somewhere. Yeah, it's like lost footage kind of thing, right? Ooh, um, edgy. Yes. And you and you see uh you just get to watch these films and you have to decipher for yourself what happened to Marissa Marcel. And there there's like layers of meta narrative that are going on. Uh as you watch through the films and see how the characters and the cast kind of like change over time. Um because you know the movies have overlapping uh, like characters and directors and stuff like that, which is also interesting. But there is also another thing you find out, uh, which is that uh, as you watch the footage, you can also rewind it. And if you rewind certain bits of the footage, it starts over, like play. It starts like switching almost to like another version of the footage, where Marissa Marcel is a completely different entity. Like, a different woman. Like, it's a completely different actress. And sometimes it's just, like, the exact same theme, but with that actress in it, and the theme plays very... The, you know, scene plays very differently. Or it's literally just, like, cuts to a complete, like, just almost like an this person monologuing at uh, at the camera, talking about their life and all these things. And the I'm idea glad, I'm is... Glad you're, I'm glad you're explaining this, by the way, because I didn't understand any of it. <laughs> yeah, so, so the idea is basically... My understanding of it is that this entity, known as the One, and this is this is the base level of what this is, right? Is the One is basically an entity that uh, is either part of Marissa Marcel or over or basically infected her. We're not sure if it's like a if this thing is like a real, you know, a real thing or if it is just like a representation of her true feelings. If you get what I mean. Right. Okay. So I didn't, I didn't where, get that. So. This is where the this is where the game gets really weirdly arty and like meta narrative and stuff like that because it's it's also it could just be like basically Marissa Marcel's kind of feelings towards what it's like to be like an actress or like you know it's kind of like art itself like the artistry of movie making is is like the impo- yes personified essentially right so it's very weird and meta and you know this entity talks about these other things, but it's almost like a parasitic entity. And basically what happens is, is that this entity... Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you encountered her, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like, it sounds like yeah. you met her. Yeah, oh, uh, well, it's in, in real life. Yeah, it sounds like you met her. Yeah. <laughs> no? Okay, no. carry on. Oh, God. 
I just try. Yes. I try. I try to provide the comedy. <laughs> I know. I know. I got it. Yes, I met her. I there met we go. her. You got it. Yes. You got it. There. Uh, anyway, so there's the one, and the other thing is that there's another entity called the other one. Haha, <laughs> very funny or very you know, original. But basically, these... sorry to interrupt again, but I'm actually going to ask a real question here. Yeah, Do these right. actually get revealed as as those names? Because I didn't get that level of understanding. You get. So the one is never referred to as the one, but they talk about the other entity and call them the other one. So that's why people have called right. the original entity okay. the one. Kind of thing. This is interesting because I I I gave up before it apparently got interesting. Did you get to? Did you see the very last piece of footage that you get? Um, no, because it comes in a random order. Like yes. you're unlocking it in a random order, and and I I saw it started to get a bit naughty, and I was like, Ooh, oh yeah yeah yeah. Fun. Also, there's a weird amount of sex and porn. nudity and stuff like that. It, it, at some points, it just turns into actual it's just, porn. Yeah. Like, at one point, I was I I I got into a scene where there were just people fucking on a ta- on a yeah. conference table and then yeah we've seen the same scene <laughs> yeah yeah and then my partner I was like oh in. my my partner walked in and was like are you watching porn on the tv and i was like i can explain <laughs> so, explain this is the one yes yeah she's yeah. like oh, okay you're... she's my one <laughs> <laughs> but yes anyway um the final bit of footage that you see this is also just massive spoilers whatever uh is basically just Oh, the other thing is that like most of these scenes, because they're like film footage, is that there's a clapper, right? And the clapper says like the name of the movie, and then the scene take, and it's like someone goes like scene five alpha take one clap, and then goes like whatever. The very final scene is just there's a, a woman with a clapper, and it says Marissa Marcel on it, and it claps, and Marissa Marcel is like lifelessly sitting in a chair, uh, you know, she is breathing and is like um, has her well, eyes she's open. Not dead, then. No, well, she's almost like it's like she's like dead inside, essentially. Okay. And basically, the footage is basically she just gets covered in gasoline and sound fire. <laughs> what? And just burns, but she doesn't like scream or anything. She's just it's like a doll, essentially. Like a doll is just being sat on fire and just burns. Oh, so it's not actually the actress? No, it's not actually the actress. No, no, no. Well, it's a very. No, I'm, like, I'm, it's I'm, a not, very... I'm not suggesting snuff film. I'm more suggesting that the whole thing was leading up to her suicide, and that's the suicide tape. Essentially, yes. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. So obviously, you know, re- in re- real life, it was probably just like a very good, re- like a uh, life figure of Man and Gage, who's the actress for Marissa Marcel. But um, just yeah, they just. Oh, set whoa. I, I mean, we we can separate movies from reality, but, but what I'm what I'm asking is is um is in that scene is it actually Marissa Marcel or is it is, yes. is, is it intended to be a doll? No, it is Marissa Marcel. It is Marissa Marcel, and she just dies on on in the video. Yeah, she just like is set on fire and then just burns. Okay, and that that so so the the reveal is that she kills herself well, because Art she, is dead, and she's she's implying that Art well, is dead. Well, something out like this other woman sets her on fire, right? But she's like not fighting; she just sits there and just like gets and is that, on fire. Is that the other one? Yes. So this is the other thing: is that if you rewind the footage, right, <laughs> and then you get the other version of it, it is that it's the one there, but she doesn't get set on fire, but she walks at the camera and talks to you. The player, you the player, or yes. you the you watcher. the player, or like the person watching, and goes like, "I see you." And basically, the end credits thing is basically essentially the it's it's just the one basically talking to you, the player, and says something like, "I'm a part of you now," as as if oh, to say like, cool. she's like, you know, this idea she lives through you now because you know you're basically talking about her and you remember her. Which is why it's like a weird meta narrative thing, right? Oh, so the whole, I mean, to to give a really dodgy example, that, that yeah. that's one of the things of Final Fantasy VIII, where 
Um, he doesn't want to just exist as someone's memories. Once he dies, he wants to exist as he is. Yes. Um, so she's saying like she, she, you now live as a memory. Sorry, she now lives as a memory in you. So therefore, she now lives in you. Precisely. Like along okay. the, along those lines, right? Um, I mean, obviously, it's not exact, but it's yes. close. Yeah. So like, um, you know, art, art, art. Yes, and then the credits and the credits roll and whatever. But there's like so many secret bits of footage in the game that like I didn't see everything. I think I played it for like eight hours, so I watched well, most I, of the scenes. But I was like, I've heard know. that from a few people that played it. They're like, they say one thing and then other people say another, and, and they don't match up because it's yes. like we haven't seen the same experience, which is cool. Yes, it's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, so you enjoyed it then? I thought it was cool. I think the I love the idea, and I love like um most things the thing i hate which is also kind of unfortunately the game part of it is how you get between scenes like the way that the dodgy you dodgy controls yeah so, so so the way so the way that the game works is that you watch these clips at any point you can hit a photo button or like it pauses the game it pauses on the frame and you can select an object in that frame and it will kind of like zoom in on that object and then zoom out on essentially the same object but in a different clip if you get what I mean. So, for example... I'd, if I'd it, worked out. I'd work that bit out. Yeah, so if you do it on a clapper, it will, like, go to another clip which has a clapper in it. So, yeah. there is one thing you can do to cheese the game, which is just, you just keep clicking on the clapper all the time, like, every... Like, which is what I did. Yeah, yeah, until you get basically... <laughs> exactly. Until you basically see, like, most scenes. Because not all yeah. scenes have a clapper in them, but basically 90% of them do. Yeah, so, like, well, I, I, was, I was told that... As you're getting through the game, you'll realize one of the um, interaction elements is the, the the thing that you need to be re- realizing is telling you to do something. Yes. So, so, so to quote, again, we've, we've talked ending, so we can talk spoilers for how that works, yeah, but yeah. it's the, the noise, yes. the music. So when the music starts to, like, change... That's, you should follow that rabbit hole effectively. Yeah, like that, so that's normally when you know where to rewind. Is that you can hear yeah. like a weird noise, and also definitely play the game with a controller... Because the controller will start vibrating as well, and that's how yes, I that, knew. That, yeah. that's how I knew. Yeah, because yeah. I, I I was on in fact I was on TCGS's Discord because they were talking about it. Yeah, and I, I was like, I'm not getting it. Like I don't know what it is, and they were like, maybe feel for some evidence. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know what that means. I don't yeah. know what that means. And then then they, then they were like, maybe something changes in your hands, and I was like, oh, the controller vibrates. Okay, cool, yes. got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so that, that that's kind of how. And that you know that first moment when you do discover one of those like hidden clips with the one cool. is very cool. Yeah. Like kind of similar to um, the witness, like one of those like uh, yeah, yeah. sort of like relevatory moments, I guess. Um, yeah, it starts with games do that where they make you go, oh, cool. Yeah. And then, then like there's another layer here. Move on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which like, is the cool. game's playing me a little bit, which is yeah. which is kind of cool. So there is like I could talk for a long time about this game because of like how the the, the layers of meta narrative around it of like you know Marissa Marcel's life essentially and how mm. it's you know this story is basically about how this unfortunately young girl was taken into an industry that kind of took away her you know, it's basically yeah. some director was like I'm I I get a kick out of taking away the innocence out of young women uh and the most literal way of just being like I'm gonna just have them do depraved things on camera and then film that and then see how that basically affected Marissa throughout mm, her and life and then I'm gonna do depraved films. things to her on camera as well yes right? and how, the, and how yeah. that basically became part of Marissa's like identity and personality and how you can see that go through different uh, like the future films she makes where mm. like 
she develops essentially an obsession with trying to seduce others, but doesn't manage to do that through the films that she makes. Until and then there's a, the whole and then the final film is just really weird because it's to do with the one basically like in uh, quite literally like uh, what's the word for it uh, just taking over all of it yeah and, it's, and the the final film the character the character becomes the person effectively yes essentially yeah. and the, and the final film is kind of like the one wanted to make a movie about her life like not not Marissa's so... life about her life. So, okay, so so the character effectively comes through as wanting to tell the character's story. Precisely. So yeah, it, it becomes that, really weird cool, and meta. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. The the ideas behind this the like the game, the writing is fantastic. I think it's, but it's great. very complex. Yeah, it's but... it's just like weird. It's just is is it's a game clearly like Sam Barlow clearly designed this game for people to talk about it. Which is cool. Yeah, well, it's also clearly a game for artists as well. 100%. Because I, I, am, I am not an artist. I'm trying yeah. to be, but I'm trying to learn how to... still trying to learn how to draw, by the way, and it's going quite well. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, you know, because I bought my tablet and... I don't know if we've talked about this. I bought an iPad uh, yes. with, a, with the pencil. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing that, so... Yeah. Uh, but I don't have a table at the moment, so actually sitting down and doing it is quite difficult because I'm in the middle of my decoration. But um, I don't know where I'll sidetrack to here. No, no, it's <laughs> fine. Like, like, this game is basically, like... YouTuber, it's, crack for it's, yeah. it's 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 YouTuber video essay bait, as yeah. in like you could like I'm surprised there's not more because I've I've watched like one of them or two of them and I'm surprised there's not more people trying to basically like decipher being like what's going on in this game because I think it's... well it's it's so my theory and this plays into more my gameplay style is that I would imagine a lot of people got bored quite quickly yes because it doesn't do a very good job of of actually rewarding you. By saying, "Hey, you're doing the right thing." No, you just sort of have to fumble around in the dark a bit, and you sound like you were a lot more patient with it than I was. Yeah, it's like it. it basically, o- the only reason you continue playing is the intrinsic joy of figuring out what the fuck is going on, or your yeah, own that's... interpretation of what the fuck is going on. Well, that's why I wanted to play it, but yeah. it got so obtuse that I was just like, "I don't think this is landing on me." Yeah, like, I, like, I, I don't think I'm smart enough to follow this. Mm. Uh, like I need a guide, and, and that would kind of defeat the purpose. And, and you telling me what happened today has just given me all I need to know. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't need that joy of discovery in this game. It is definitely a game you could watch like a video essay on and get everything you wanted out of the game. Yeah, I thought so. I thought yeah. it might be. That is the thing. But... Oh, cool. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it though, because it's it's definitely a unique little artifact of a game, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's. I I think it's it's not for everyone, of very clearly, and it is quite obtuse. And I, it just so happens that I, you know. That's the kind of shit that I enjoy, the weird, like, mm. meta-narrative. Did you play her of, story? So, I've seen a lot of her story, but I never actually... So, this is, this is my first, like, Sam Barlow game. That's the other thing. So, I never played play her, her story. story. Yeah, I know, I, yeah, I, I know that that game is great as well. Like, mm. I know basically everything that happens in that. I know the twist as well. And I know everything that happens in the See, game. See, I don't. Okay. <laughs> But, Give it um, a play, and, and uh, well, maybe if you do get around to it, we can talk about it in another episode because I'm interested to hear what you think of that one as well. I think it's great. Like, I think I, I think it's a cool, a very having cool not game played it, you think it's great. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I like yeah. the well. I, I'm saying, like, I think the idea of the the search bar to search the terms is more gratifying as a gameplay mechanic than randomly tapping on objects and that then like. Being... That being the general feedback that a lot of people had about this game, yeah, the 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 the, the, the clucks of the get the cru- the clucks the crooks the clucks the, the central part of the yeah, game yeah. wasn't rewarding enough to be fun. Yeah, it's it's because it also feels too random. It feels yeah. it's like, you know, some of the clips unfortunately aren't 
like you know one object doesn't lead us to a no like a specific other clip it can lead to a number of other clips which means that but it doesn't really tell you that so it, it just feels like a bit like oh i know what i'm looking for but you just have to keep clicking on that yeah. object until you get what you want it's, it's not like where, it's not like where's wally where you'll you'll scan the screen until you, until you get down to like sections and then you know where you sort of are this is just like could be yeah. anywhere on the screen, and it still could be anywhere on the screen. Like it's like, where's Wally but animated? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you can you can yeah. definitely tell that there are some uh, clips which are designed to just be like uh, this links to this, and then from this clip you're gonna get to this one kind of. Yeah, thing. I've heard that, and yeah. I, again, one of the reasons why I gave up on it is because I didn't, I wasn't able to work that out. Yeah. Because I, I was playing it, and I was just like, I, no, nothing is really making sense to me, and and it's not in a ooh mystery kind of way. It was just like I don't understand this, and I'm not. Mm not really enjoying it but i can absolutely see why people would enjoy the game yeah if anything the the game needed more of that like it needed more, more... obscurity no no no. as in more of like oh i'm gonna click the apple and the apple takes me to b-roll footage of a table and on the table is an apple and maybe there's a knife and a gun kind of okay. thing right like then, Pluto. That... yeah essentially right so you like you can use those kind of like pathways almost like you know, and that way it's easier to navigate and make sense, right? And also create pathways in your head between the clips of being like, oh, the apple takes me to this object, which then takes me to this piece of information that I know is important, if you get what I mean, right? No, no, I get you. I'm with you. It's just, like I said, the game was too obscure for me to understand. Yes, exactly, right, yeah. Which which is a fault of mine, not a fault of the game. No, no I mean, it's both, right? As in, like, I think there's, it's definitely designed to be obscure, if you get what I mean. Or, like, it, I feel like there's definitely things that the designers could have done to make it easier for people to kind of pick up because it's like they get the they the, the, obviously they're trying to make the game mysterious and have like a level of mystery right but it's too much it's almost like it's too forced. mysterious yeah no it's like yeah. forced overly forced right it's like okay well that's that's what i thought that's actually what i came away with it thinking like this is too obscure for me to understand yeah as in like so it's is that too fair weird. that i've had that opinion then? yeah totally fair i think that's 100 okay. percent fair like, All right, okay, well, to be fair, like, also, there's, like, a bit, like, me playing the game as someone who works in the games industry as well, like, is that, like, I know how these games work, so I know I can, like, be like, oh, this is clearly for this kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're missing that piece of context and that information, that makes the game even more obscure, right? So, like, I can totally understand that this is why I'm a bit like, ah, it's hard to recommend this game to people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think the movies are great. If you like watching movies, uh, it's great. As a counterpoint, yeah. art is in intended to create discussion and to, True. to to annoy you. And we've just discussed for a good 15 minutes this game. Yeah, exactly, right? Which is so has it exactly achieved what object yeah. yeah, has it achieved its objective there? Yes, it has, so... 100%. Huh. <laughs> yeah. But there you go. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I think the game's uh, the game was designed to be something that's just like talked about, right? Talking like, point. Yeah. Yes. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Which is cool. So, in that yeah, sense. At least, at least it's not another farming sim. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I, yeah. I just wish it was easier to pick. It's like, okay. Have you played Outer Wilds? Oh. Uh, I, I want sure... to love that game. I yeah. really do. And it sh I should love that game. Yes. I just hate it. I just really do yeah. not like that game. So. This is immortality is suffering from the same thing that you're that you're like Outer Wilds is has like everyone says it's an amazing game and amazing story, but have this have a very similar experience to you where like are you finding like the controls frustrating or it's like too yep. obscure? Yeah, exactly right. Like that that's the downfall of the Outer Wilds, and this is the same thing with immortality is that behind it there is something really cool and interesting 
maybe not to the same level as Out of Wilds, but it is just too obscure, right? And not frustrating in a control sense, it's frustrating in literally just a I don't understand what the fuck is going on. Yeah, that's why. So I gave yeah. Outer Worlds about two hours. Yeah. And at no point did I ever feel like I knew what was happening. I just felt like I was just fighting with bad controls. Yes, exactly. That's all I felt. No, no other opinion of that game than, than I just thought the game controlled a bit weird and I didn't like it. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, it's so deep and meaningful. I'm like, yeah, but it's also so badly presented. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like... The music is incredible to the game. Like, like I actually listen to the soundtrack all the time. Yeah, I, I'm always listening to the soundtrack. I, um, but I've, it's one of those games that I love the soundtrack, but just never played the game. I, f- I find, I mean, we're getting into a conversation about Outer Wilds here, but like, I find that Outer Wilds is kind of like it needs that thing of being. It should probably at the very beginning, kind of similar to Deathloop, like probably signpost you a little bit more, and then be like, yeah. and then kind of go like, cool, there you go. Because it does sort of just dump you into the world, doesn't it? And just go, here you go, here's something that doesn't work very well, and it's probably going to annoy you. Yeah, which some people love. Like, I I think, I I like that a lot. But obviously, like, it's not, it's not that, like... No, unfortunately, it's it's a way to not get a mass audience to enjoy your game. Yes, exactly. Which which is a shame, but again, that's me being dumb, idiot, game cheerleader here. There's nothing Um, wrong. You say, like, I don't think that's, like, something to downplay or something to say like oh that i'm i'm dumb it's more of a thing of being like well i am the design <laughs> i don't think but so. I, am, I think it's more of like a thing of being like you know designers can offer ways to kind of spark the curiosity in a smarter way without ruining the experience of it well it's, right? it's like some of the oh, by the way i need to make a correction from last week which i remind me to do in a minute because i was i said something very wrong and i checked back in with someone and realized i just misquoted them hmm. um no so it's one of the core fundamentals of like level design in 3d worlds is you have to set the levels up in a way so that you can secretly tell a player where to go yes like angling the shadows and the lights and the direction of the trees that the, the way the trees are blowing all that kind of stuff precisely they yeah they all play play into uh, pathfinding. Yes. Because you can't you can't trust your player to do what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. You you have to sort of make the world. Be, I'm going into way too much detail. And as a game as a game designer yourself, you very much understand these concepts. But yeah. I want to correct myself because I said something very stupid last week, and you agreed to it in a way where you were like, "Hang on, I don't think I agree with this." And it was I was talking about a fundamental of game design, saying um, uh, that you can't build games that drop below 24 frames a second and then go over it again and that bit was correct but it was the bit afterwards where i misquoted him because um the the guy said um what did he say basically whatever i said last week was incorrect and yeah. i can't remember what i've now forgotten the quote but um, to do with sickness no like, it was to do with the ram it was um oh, okay. the, the crash is causing the ram to overload because some things can cause the ram to overheat and he, he actually said quite specifically no ram can't overheat yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And, and you said it can't either. And I was like, no, no, he said that. And I was, and they went back and talked to him again. He was like, no, I didn't say that. I was like, okay, fine, I misquoted you. So okay. my apologies there. Ram can't it's all good. overheat. I'm an idiot. <laughs> there I am an idiot. It's okay. But it's, it's I, I do like to fact check myself because um, mainly because of my brain thing, but also because sometimes people get things wrong. Yeah. And I do like to make sure that what I'm not, you know, bestowing false information on people. Yeah. As I, I mean, so I check myself that's it. good that you're taking the correct. Listen, like, I think it's good that if you can acknowledge like maybe you know sometimes we say things and it's just like it seems like you're correct and then you're like actually no or like yeah hang on let me so this may sound like really big-headed and everything but i actually quite like being wrong because i like the ability to correct myself and learn yeah it's a good character trait 
Like, yeah, and, and people are always like, no, no one likes being wrong. And I'm like, I actually like it getting into debate and discussion around stuff because sometimes I have my mind opened up. That's how you learn. I, and I like, exactly, that's how I learn. But people don't believe that because, unfortunately, there are also the other type of people that don't have that trait. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so I just wanted to correct myself on that. But, I mean, for a show where we've got nothing to talk about, we've definitely talked a lot about um, immortality. Yeah, and, and, and out a while. Um, I knew there would be some kind of weird uh, tangent somewhere. But... So, have you got have you got the, the rest of the game awards in front of you? Because I'm actually, I'm in my kitchen just, I'm yes, just starting my dinner. Yeah, the, re- the reason I said that is because I saw Immortality was nominated for Best Narrative, and now I understand why. <laughs> yeah, well, she was in the audience as well, and, yeah, and, Man and Gage, she yeah. looked really cool. She was, like, really, like, demure, and, like, she was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. You. Also, it's weird, because I feel like I've heard of I tried to look because I was like, I feel like I've seen Man and Gage before or yeah. heard her yeah. name before. And I looked and there's like, she's not done or been in anything. Yeah, yeah, so yeah I was yeah. like, what? what yeah, I have the same experience. I was like, I know this actress. Like, was she in Game of Thrones or something? No. Nope. She's not been anywhere. She's, yeah. she's which uh, again, really good thing. She's new to the scene. Yeah. But she's new to the scene in a way where I think she's not. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, I know you've been somewhere. You may not have. But I'm right, you're wrong. Yeah, it's like, I, I feel like I've heard that name. I don't know why. But anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, Good thing. Yes. So, God of War won Best Narrative, which is... Which is fair. The I think that's very fair. Of Elden Ring versus God of War. Yeah. Yep. I think that's fair. Like, apparently... I mean, I do as well, because Elden Ring, which like most Dark Souls and Bloodborne, you have to fight to find out what's going on in the storyline. You, you, you have to go out there and learn it yourself, which to me yes. is bad narrative design, but in, in that world works. Yeah. Like, like... Don't get me wrong, I'm not slighting on Elden Ring. I just think if you compare the two together, obviously God of War is going to win that one. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it, it it gives you your narrative. And it is supposedly a very good story. Like uh, Also as well, there's no point along the way here where I think God of War is a bad or a poor game. I just don't think it is as great as Elden Ring. Yeah. That's it. That's that's, that's my only thing. That's totally fair. Probably. Yeah. Um, I guess moving on, we've got Best Score of Music, which El- like God of War won. So yeah. I haven't heard the God of War soundtrack. But the first, the first one was pretty good, so I can I can understand. Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's that whole thing of like you've got two giants fighting each other here, mm-hmm. like, and both have got. I mean, Elden Ring's music is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, but then God of War's music is also phenomenal. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, it also won best audio design and best performance. God of War did. So... Now, I would I would quite strongly argue that one because I think the audio design in Elden Ring was just stupendous. Oh, like, it was great. Yeah. The, the fact that the audio was used as a what we were just talking about, in fact, a way to get you to progress through levels and stuff, because there was like singing that you'd have to go towards and mm-hmm. creepy things that you were like, I know that sound. I don't want to go near that sound because I've heard that one before. And I know if I go near that sound, something's going to trick me. Yeah. And then you get tricked by walking away from it. Like it, it's it's brilliant. Yeah. And then if, if uh, there was a few years ago when obviously when Overwatch 1 came out, I, I was very argumentative about the fact that Overwatch audio design was like heads and shoulders above any other game. Mm hmm. Because it's a game that you can play with the screen off, but you can still play it. Because the directional audio and stuff is so fucking amazing. And in Overwatch 2, it's not as good. Yeah. But yeah, so I've, I've got off again, but you know, that's just my little comment on audio design there. No, it's all good. Like, I'm I always agree. good at calling out audio specialists. Um, let's talk about the thing I want to talk about the most, which is... Best esports uh, coach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, but, uh, <laughs> best indie game and best debut indie game. Oh, okay. Uh, Stray won both of them. Did it? Yep. Why? You tell me. Uh, I don't know. 
<laughs> Which is uh, uh, I, okay. I, I have a personal slight because uh, Neon White was also nominated for both of for these, it, yeah. and Vampire Survivors was nominated what? for Best Debut right. Indie Game. Okay, now and I'm, Stray now won both of them. Yeah, which is why I'm like, was Stray really that? Uh, good? Stray what? has cats. Internet likes that's, cats. That's what I mean. Yeah. I'm like, how much? Which, which is... is actually I've been listening to all the podcasts this week, and they've all said the same thing. They're like, Stray wasn't a great game. It wasn't even a very good game. Yeah, it just had cats in it, and it was kind of cute. Yeah, that's why it won, and I—I I mean, fair enough, it won, so you can't really complain. But at the same time, that's probably what pushed it over the line. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, but whatever. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm. Like... It also it brought up another question as well. Um, should the game awards limit uh category limit entries into all the categories? So like, should you only be allowed to be in a, a total of three categories per game? Yeah. 100%. Which I think is, is fair, because it, it, I mean, when the announcements were happening, it was like, ah, it's the God of Year Elden Ring Awards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so you were good uh, about Neon White then. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, I mean, there's other, like, I think Vampire Survivors should have won Best Debut Indie Game. Of course, I mean, that's the correct answer. But like, or, or Neon, White, Neon White, like, there. but it's just like, yeah, just... Or Neon White, no, you're saying the wrong sentences. Right. You're, just, you're confused. You're clearly, <laughs> you're clearly delirious. I guess, I guess I'm, I'm, uh, biased because i don't think i think stray technically and like the actual game itself is not bad it looks good but it's just like it's just not, not great amazing it's like yeah, there's, there's no part of it that makes me go oh game of the year it's more of oh game of what i'm playing this week yeah yeah i mean which is fine like, like we need we need average games yeah and we need above average games all which i think stray was above average just, i just don't think it was award worthy people like cats well, we know this. Yeah, I mean, we knew this anyway. I was expecting straight to take game of the year because of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess that. I mean, there's there's uh, there's some other awards which are like the kind of. I mean, basically TLDR, God of War, and Elden Ring won everything. Basically, every category they were in, which we um, knew was going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think Final Fantasy fourteen winning best. Uh, what was it? Best, best ongoing game? Yeah, it was. Be- yeah, uh, best... Sorry, best ongoing game. Sorry, you're right. Yeah, uh, against Fortnite and Genshin Impact is pretty big. I haven't played FF14, but I've heard it's very good. So it's, it's monumental. Like it's yeah. it's easily the best MMO out there. Like it pisses all over. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I mean, if you if you'd have come to me two years ago, I'd have said the complete opposite. But it it really does piss all over. Wow. Like mm-hmm. because Wow is floundering a little bit now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, Apparently I'm... the new expansion is kind of good, but yeah. not great. Also, I'm very surprised that uh, COD... COD did not win anything, but they also made a billion dollars, so I'm not really that sad. They did, and Splatoon 3 took that one. Yeah, which is crazy, but I mean, apparently Splatoon 3 is very <laughs> popular in Japan, so... It is, but it's no different than Splatoon 2. Like, I I don't think that game does anything at all compared to what Splatoon 2 did. Like, it's the same game. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't I mean, say much about that. It's not, as if, it's not as if Call of Duty is that much different from the no, previous ones as well. So, it's Steam like, yeah, it it's like, fair, fair, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, that was the uh, rough cap recap of the Game Awards. But the announcements we can go over... Because there were yeah. some uh, very cool announcements. Which one, which I was not expecting, which is that Supergiant Games are making their first sequel, which is that they're making Hades, Hades 2. two, which uh, looks really cool. So surprisingly, you do not pl- well Zagreus, who is the main character of Hades one, not seen at all in the trailer. 
you are playing as an, uh, I guess, Zagreus's sister, called uh, yeah, Mel- Haley. Uh, Ma- <laughs> ah, yes, called Haley's. Yes, Haley's. Yes. No, yeah. I think her name is Melanoi. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yes, you're Melanoi. right. You're right. Yeah. Um, and it seems like it's to do with your fighting Kronos, who has somehow imprisoned Hades, and you're trying to free your father. I didn't play the first game much because I couldn't get on with it at all. I was not mm, very good at it. Yeah. So I don't know who Kronos is. I'm assuming, as you said, it's your father. I forget. <laughs> no. So H- Hades is, is your dad. And not Hades. Oh, I thought you were Hades. No, 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 no. So Zagreus and Melanoi are the children of Hades. So in the oh, okay. first game, the game is called Hades, but you're playing as Zagreus, and Hades is the final boss. So you're, right, trying, okay. to, you're trying to escape hell, and your dad is trying to stop you, basically. Right, okay. Um, so, and he's basically the last thing that stops you from leaving hell. Um, and now it seems like this game is not about leaving hell, but about saving Hades. So it would be interesting to see, it's coming out in early access in 2023, so soon I think it probably, they said like March or something. Um, so yeah, I think that would be interesting to play it. I mean, people loved Hades one. People absolutely love that game. So, uh, more from Supergiant, I guess, is always going to be a good thing. And they did such a great t- like great thing with the characters and the designs and everything in the first game. So, it makes sense that they would do a great job with the second one. So, I'm excited to see what they do with that. Uh, yes. How much different it will be from Hades 1 is also going to be a question for me. Because, I don't know, is this just going to be like a Hades expansion pack? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or is it yeah, going like, like, to feel like... Is it going to feel like an add-on to it, like Horizon and Horizon 2? Yes, exactly. Um, which I think it probably won't, but at the same time, how do you improve on what is essentially a nearly flawless game? Yeah. You just repeat it. Like, yeah. Of, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. But we'll exactly. see. Again, it was a game that I fell off, so... Mm-hmm. Um, but should we talk about the other big reveals? Because there was quite a lot of them, and I've just yeah. put in, I've actually just updated the links. I found one where the reveals are in order and a lot cleaner to read. Um, there was Death Stranding 2. Yes. We can talk cool. about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you? I mean, you played the original. Uh, it's one. Of, I... It's one of the games on my list of like sitting down and playing. Now that it's on PC, that the definitive edition is on PC. But um, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it's just a bit weird. Well, I, I sat down and started to play it, and I think I put like three hours into it, and I, I loved it. There's no reason for me to stop playing it. I just didn't carry on, and I think I probably got distracted by like fifty other games or whatever happened, and I just never went back. But I enjoyed what I played. Yeah. Um, the problem is, is that trailer reveals a lot of stuff that you think is going to be a thing in the first game, and obviously isn't because the people are in the trailer. Yes. Uh, but then again, it's you know it's uh, Kojima, so it could be weird and twisted or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I was of the understanding uh, that the main character was going to die, that Norman Reedus was going to die. Mm. Um, but he could be like a ghost, or a... it could be flashbacks. Who knows? It could be anything. It could even be a prequel. Yeah. We don't know. Um, but yeah, it looked, it looked very cool. Graphically, looked very Im- Im- impressive as well. Like, it actually looked almost real, mm-hmm. which is kind of spooky. Spooky time. Yep. Uh, but then they announced Final Fantasy. Sorry, they revealed more uh, footage of Final Fantasy 15 or 16. Are we on 16? 16. XVI, which is 16, uh, which looks like a Final Fantasy game. Yeah. No, no interest at all anymore. Like I've so fallen off that series, which is a shame. I mean, um, I mean, they've got, they're going back to fantasy though, instead of like the futuristic kind of thing, right? So yeah, but they're still sticking with that combat system, that like active, like almost active combat. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's not what I play a Final Fantasy game for. I like sitting for a minute and and thinking about what I'm going to do with my movements. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that in this combat. Well, you sort of can actually, but it's it's not it's not for me. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there was that. There was Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. Uh, sure. Which is the name of a drink from the 90s, um, Rubicon, <laughs> it's, which it is. So I, I look at that and just think, wow, Rubicon have done really well for themselves yeah. <laughs> in the Armored Core series. Uh, Street Fighter 6, got a release date. It looks yep. sick, that June. game does. Yep, yeah. very excited. Uh, just don't think anyone could deny that looks like an amazing game. Yep, I've signed up for the beta. Hopefully I get into it this time this uh this time so I can play it over my break, my Christmas break. <laughs> Praying and then me. there was a really interesting one from the makers of Bioshock by Ken Levine, uh yeah, called Judas. Judas. Yeah. Yes. Which looks which just like Looks like Bioshock. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty Bioshocky. <laughs> I mean it is Bioshock, it's almost it's got like plasmids and mm-hmm. Similar sort of like, oh, is there some racist stuff going on? Is there some kind of... Class uh, struggle? Class, yeah, that kind of thing. What we got here, we got something that we're going to have some questions about, I think. Yeah, it looks very... Uh, very that's cool. Of course, I'm interested to see what that is. Uh, Crash Team Rumble was announced, which is the Crash Brawler game. Um, yes. Fine. Do we want that? Some people do, I guess. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Good for them. Um... Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which looks fucking disgusting. I, I can't wait for that game. Yeah. the It looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, do you disagree? Because if you no, do, you're I, wrong. I think it looks great. <laughs> but, I, but did you play... Uh, did you play... Um, what was Most the... of it, yeah. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Fallen Order, that was it. Yeah. yeah. And I heard that was pretty good. It's, it's very really good. Game. Very frustrating because it's very hard, but it's very, very good. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, we got a Diablo 4 release date. Great. Yeah. Sure. Diablo. Like I care anymore. Yeah. Um, Suicide Squad Kill the Justed League. Everyone forgot that game existed, and it was just like, hey! <laughs> I mean, I'm not a fan of Justice League or anything like that. No, and we're also being heavily drowned in superhero stuff in the last few years, and I think everyone is kind of a bit done with it now. Mm-hmm. I mean, Marvel's Midnight Suns is the exception to that rule for me. Yeah. But I do think we're, we're overdone with, like, hero drama. Mm. It's, it's a bit much. Ooh, that's my yawn. Uh, so there was a weird it. one. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been sleeping all afternoon, so I, I have no excuse. Um, there was Bayonetta Origins, Cerisa and the Lost Demon, which looked weird. Um, oh, yeah, it's like weirdly yeah. like... Uh, st- Turn-based RPG. Yeah, and like cel-shaded. Yeah. I guess it's to play... I guess it's to run on Switch. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. exactly that. Like, yeah. And, and it, it looks like a game. Right, yeah. It's yeah. a video game. Yeah. There's one that looked really shit, which was that Hellboy game, Web of Weird. That just looked oh, terrible. Yeah. Did you see it? No. Oh, it looked not, crap. Not interesting. It, it looked like it looked like someone's first attempt at using Unreal. Oh god. So it was all like really badly sculpted uh, characters in like really heavily cel shaded, mm-hmm. like really low quality. Okay. So I was just like, eh, don't care about this. Um, Earthblade, which I think probably yeah. is for you. Yeah. It's Celeste 2. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's the new game by the people who made Celeste. It's Celeste 2. I mean... Yeah. It, it... Celeste finally gets her Earthblade. <sighs> That's the whole storyline of the first game. She goes and gets her blade. Yeah, it does... Okay. From the mountain. Okay, to be fair, it does look very similar to Celeste, but it looks more like a Metroidvania than a platformer. Joking aside, I would disagree. I don't think it does look like Celeste. I think it's got a, a similar, like, impetus to it. But as soon as you see it moving, it's nothing like Celeste at all. Yeah, as in it, like it's more you... like Ori in the Blind Forest to me. Yeah, as in like more yeah. if you like you know it's it's got the same pixel art aesthetic. And yes, if you look exactly. At like the yeah, backgrounds okay, okay. and things. Yeah, it lo- yeah, and like the way the character moves, like looks a little bit similar. But yeah, they've added like combat mechanics and things like that. You can tell it's made by the same people, definitely. 
Yeah, uh, of course. I mean, I, I saw it and I was like, oh, that's Celeste 2. Oh, no, it's not Celeste 2. Like, that, that was yeah. the first thing I saw when I saw it running. Yeah. Um, it didn't help that it, it started with Celeste. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it had the word Celeste on the screen, so I was like, oh, Celeste 2. Oh, yeah, maybe exactly. not. So I'm excited to see what that, uh, how that game is, given that... Um, uh, what's what's their name? I think their name is Mad- oh, Maddie Thorson. That's the one. Uh, given that Maddie Thorson made, uh, what was it, Towerfall and Celeste, you know, both one game a very good platformer other game very good like action game so like yeah now it's the marriage of the two so excited to see what happens excited to see that game um so but that's 2024 so we got a while to wait for that one yeah it's a long way off and then after that came crime boss rock a city which i can't remember yeah um cool uh then there was transformers reactivate mm-hmm don't care. Yep. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. There's there's a yeah, lot of things. There's care. a lot of things here in the announcements. So I'm just like, cool. There was one, and I don't think it's in the list of announcements that we've got here that I can't remember the name of it. But it looked like um, there was a game announced a few years ago that became vaporware, and it was called The Last Night. And this game looks like that game, so I'm very excited for it. But I can't remember. It was called like Revenant or Re- 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 Replacement or something. Uh. I'm I'm just scrolling Re- down a few. Remnant. It's not Remnant. Uh, Remnant was another game that looked yeah. really shit. Well, it's a sequel. Um, as in, like, it's a, it's a sequel to Remnant from the Ashes, which was a pretty good. I mean, it's a, it's basically a Souls-like shooter. But um, Remnant Two. I mean, people quite liked Remnant One. I played it a little bit, and it was pretty good. Um, so I'll be interested to see what they do in Remnant Two. Replaced. Yeah. It was called Replaced. Okay. Was the name of the game. So well, I'm going to jump to that. Actually, replaces a like a two point five, two point five D ish. HD 2D game uh, with like the pixel art style, but with the really rich forum backgrounds, very similar to how Octopath Traveler works, mm-hmm. uh, only way more detailed. Yeah. And it just it looks like flashback, like uh, it looks incredible, and I'm I'm hyped for it. It looks a bit like Blade Runner ish, and it just looks cool. I would recommend watching the trailer because it's it looks sick. Yeah. Um. So that was after after that. Um. There was also an announcement for Banishers: Ghosts of New Eden, which I don't remember. Mm. Um. Cool. Immortals of Avium. Avium. Yeah, there were, so this is the other thing. So there were loads of new IP announced. Great. Um, but they all look the same. <laughs> yeah, they just look like more the, the same generic video game. Video yeah, game. so so we got to the we watched a lot of it at work with a group of us, and we all kind of said the same thing. It's like they're all using the same color palette. They're all using the same sort of like approach and reveal and almost the same animations at times, and all the characters look the same. It's like a lot of these games could be the same game. Yeah. The only real difference is some of the art styles were a little bit different, and that was it. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, maybe you get a bit more originality in games. Video games, if you can hear us. I know you're watching video games. <laughs> yes. Um, the entity known as video games. Yeah. Oh, don't question me. Um, then there was After Us, which sounds a bit like The Last of Us. Mm. Um, I'm trying to remember what After Us was. Which one was After Us? Was that the one with the weird like platform with the little ghost girl? Yes, that was the one. Yeah, this this to me, I watched this and thought this is an Ollie game. Is this an Ollie game? Uh, um, I didn't see this trailer, so I'm watching it now. Uh, it's very. It gives me like, uh, is it Inside that game where you're the little boy that becomes an entity? Yes. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, think... I get. I got mega vibes of that. I this. don't think this is an Ollie game, but it does look like a game that if I played it, I would be like, yeah, this was like a seven or eight out of ten. Okay, so, like, all yeah, right. It's it just to me, it was it was obscure enough to be one that I thought you might have interest in. Yeah, 
I don't um, think I would. This is not the kind of game that I would. As in, like, I'm looking at it and it's like I can see that I would enjoy playing it, but it's not a game that I would sort after. Yeah, you know, if you get what okay, I mean. yeah. okay, fair. So uh, then Tekken Eight. Of course, yeah, looks, I mean, looks Tekken Eight fine. looks great. Just give, just reveal more gameplay footage, yeah, please. Just bring it, please. If Although it... I'm, I'm not really hyped for many fighters at the moment, because so I'm kind of tired of the. Oh, here's it's... the fighting game, and then here's all the DLC that you have to buy to play the game. I mean, it's a. It, okay, I will say right now, this month has been incredible for fighting games, though. Yeah, because the like... two is. Two biggest hitters have just had their Well, there's that, the but also Riot, Riot, so they're, they're showing, they've been showing off more of their League of Legends fighting game, which is going to be free to play. Really? Yeah, and it oh, looks incredible. It looks really good. And it's free, it's going to be fully free to play. But obviously, well, they're, they're not showing it off until, like, um, I, as in they said it. They, they said you, it's fully free to play. Are you still playing League? No, I'm playing TFT. Have you played... You, you used to play League a lot, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have like yeah. 1,500 hours in the game. Okay, because the Holy Game Pass, of which we all... Oh, yeah, that's cool think, as well. Yeah. It's giving you every single League character for free. Yeah, which is actually insane. Yeah, which I, which is going to encourage me to go and give it a try. Like, I've never played... Well, I mean, I've played a little bits of League of Legends, but my, my main drop-off point for that game is I play one game and then I look at all the characters I don't have and just think, I don't have the time to start unlocking all this stuff. I can't encourage you to play League of Legends. It is not. I, I I just don't. I just can't recommend League of Legends as a game. <laughs> you think it's bad? I think it's a bad game. But oh, okay. as in, like, okay, no, it is not a bad game. It's a great game. I think it's a game that you should only play with your friends or like. Oh, okay. Like or friends, like so. play uh, like very casually, like play Aram. Like just, I think competitive. I think getting into ranked League of Legends is just like. It's just, suicide. It's just bad. But yeah, like, I've been t- I was, that word was actually given to me because I, I was talking to someone about about it the other day, and they said it really is like like game of suicide. Like it's it's horrible. Yeah, I like if you go into that on your own, you'll you'll hate it. Like it's a great. It is fun to play, and it's good. But it's just like eventually it becomes a thing of being like you win a game, and you're like nice, but then you like I I, I don't know I, like. I can I can bat both ways, right? Like I can talk <laughs> about all the as in like for the game. Like I can talk about like how um you know the moments and the mechan the mechanics are great. The actual moments of playing the game is fun. Like the characters move well. Like doing team team things with your like playing with your team when you are working together feels extremely gratifying and great. Like it feels so good. Same as Overwatch. But the the lows of that game are just really bad. Crushing. It's just really, really bad. Yeah, because I'm told that when, when it awful. goes bad, it, when it goes bad, the community kicks in. Yeah, and it gets just soul destroying. It's like, just you, you just want to die. Right. I, I I say this like obviously you know it's not really fair for me to say this, but it does sometimes. I do play League of Legends, and I look at uh the people who play League of Legends, or like like the the kind of experience I have of, like, what the people who are playing League of Legends say, and it's either, like, they are extremely just toxic people, or they just suffer from a lot of issues. <laughs> I'm yeah. just like, oh, jeez, man. Like... Yeah. Okay, so I, w- I probably won't bother with that then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but... You hear I that, mean, Microsoft? Ollie's just taking a sail away from play, you. <laughs> play, if you play Aram, I think that's a lot of fun. And that's casual. That's, that's actually what I was planning on doing, is yeah, just yeah, jumping yeah. into Aram. 
Yeah, I call it Aram because you know. Yeah, Aram, Aram, whatever. But um, like, and if and you know what, playing normal League of Legends like five v five with people is good if you play with like a queue of your own five friends. I think okay. that is that is All probably right. the Noted. the, the Noted. best and maybe arguably only way you should play. <laughs> it's the only way I can recommend it. You know. Is there okay, any way cool. I can recommend? Uh, noted, noted. I probably won't bother with it then, because I've got enough games to fill my time, so I don't need to worry yeah. about one that I probably won't enjoy. But um, Cyberpunk announced their DLC with Idris Elba. Yeah, cool. Looks like they haven't learned their lesson from using Ke- Keanu Reeves as their poster boy, and they've just gone with another big actor. Yep. Cool. Um, <laughs> I hope it's better than the first one. I've, I've, I've bought, I bought Cyberpunk. I'm, I've installed it on my PC. I've yet to start it up. But I'm still keeping an there... eye out for like an £8 key somewhere, which I think will probably pop yeah, up at yeah, some point soon. But it'll, it'll yeah. happen soon. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Horizon Forbidden Rest, the game where the original was set in a hot, uh, sweaty place that was really gloomy and filled with fire and brimstone. The expansion for that game went to the Icy Place, and then the sequel was the Icy Place. They've just announced the expansion for the Icy Place, which is the Hot Place. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they're running out of ideas. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just literally an arc from we started here and now we're back here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's Horizon's DLC called Burning Shores. I'm sure it's going to be great, but it didn't really impress me. Warhammer 40k Space Marines 2 um, looks very gruesome and bloody, but I'm not a Warhammer fan, so not for me. I'm sure Warhammer fans are, are chomping at the bit for that one, though. Yeah. Uh, and then there was Lords of the For the Lords of the Fallen, mm-hmm. uh, which is not Lords of the Fallen. Well, it's it a, a yeah. Re- it's a <laughs> remake of. Of Lords of the yeah, yeah, there we go. Thank you. Um, so there was that, and there was The Last of Us Part One on PC. Yes. Um, good. More Last of Us, which is to me is becoming the Skyrim of video games because it keeps getting remade. They are preparing. Um, they are preparing PC players, and basically they're just preparing everyone for when they, I assume, release their Last of Us multiplayer. That, that yes. is what I'm assuming is what's happening. And also, we've right got now. the TV series coming up, which actually looks sick. By the way, the yeah. TV series looks really, really good. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a couple of trailers for it. I'm very much in. Like I'm, I can't wait for that. Uh, Returnal coming to PC. Good because no one played it on PS5 because it's uh, well, it's on PS5. I heard it was like really good. In the world. So... I heard it was very difficult, but very yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 got a release window. That's good. Um, Blue Protocol is coming west. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that means. Um, replaced new look. I don't know what that means. So now we're getting into the weird stuff. There was the Among Us hide and seek mode, which looked kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Cute. Um, I think is I think, Among Us still popular? Uh, I think with younger kids, yeah. I mean, Among Us VR came out as well, and that is basically just a daycare simulator. So, yeah. um, you know, uh, people still like Among Us a lot. I think it's just a. I think now it's like obviously not as massive as it was during lockdown, but it's still a game that you could pop on and just play with friends very casually. So, okay, so it's still got its audience then. Yeah, the hide and seek mode. I think it was something that people used to play in like custom lobbies a lot. Uh, so yeah, it I, I actually would do their own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I heard that before that the hide and seek mode was, was actually, you know, like the you know how MOBAs came out of mods for Warcraft three. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, the yeah. hide and seek mode is. Precisely, um, yeah. Like I, I yeah. yeah, I've played like mod, like we made our own version of this, which is basically like you know, which I assume is what how people played hide and seek, which is you're not allowed to, uh. Caught, like the imposters move really fast and have no sight range, and you're not allowed to like hide. You're not allowed to call bodies. 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, like when you can announce a body and then it goes... Well, yeah, like if, if someone dies, it's down to you to discover the body, but not tell people about it. Yeah, yeah, but then so, yeah. you would you have to normally, like, click the thing to, like, report, and then it goes to, like, the thing where you can vote people out. So basically, yeah, it's yeah. removing that aspect of the game, so the game is only the running around and use it, doing your tasks and stuff Which like that. Which is fine. Yeah, and that then you just chat shit on, on Discord while you're doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that looks, I'm sure that's going to be popular. 100%. Um, so a game that's not out yet announced its first DLC, which just infuriates me. Fire Emblem Engage. Uh, that game actually looks shite. Um, the main character looks terrible. It's the Colgate whole... Warrior. Yeah, Colgate Warrior uh, with the alternating iron hair color, which is just bizarre. Just red and blue. Uh, to- our favorite toothpaste waifu. It's just not at all what I thought the Fire Emblem series was going to do, but it's whatever. I mean, I, don't... I just don't care. Just, just give me Advance Wars. Just, just yeah. release it. Just let us have advanced. Came out this year, didn't it? <laughs> uh, Dune <sighs> Awakening. Yeah. Uh, the new Dune MMO looks like it's an MMO that takes place in the Dune universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colossal Cave got a release date, which I feel, and I was talking to my brother about this yesterday, I feel like those developers think that that franchise, Colossal Cave, is more popular than they think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is not as popular. Sorry, they think it's they think it's super popular, but no one's heard of it. Yeah, because they were like Colossal Cave is coming back, and I was like, I don't know what this is. I've I've never heard of this, and I've heard of most like big games and whatever. No idea what this is. Yeah. So whatever. No uh, Dead Cells Castlevania DLC, which looks fucking sick, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's very cool. Very the cool. trailer looked amazing. It's uh, uh, those two franchises. They just make sense. They know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, which is I, great. I I, like... I want to play Dead Cells in the Castlevania Castle because that just sounds fun. Yeah, exactly. with all the cool little sound effects and stuff. That sounds fun to me. Also, and then with Vampire... fifty sound like original tracks as well, or like remixed yeah. or original tracks from but Castlevania as well. So did you did you see the the announcement trailer? Yeah. Yeah, 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 the yeah. little, the little, um, the little like stings of the original Castlevania theme and stuff were really cool with yeah. the dead cells kind of twist on it, which was nice. Very, very. Um, cool. And then there was the shadow drop of Vampire Survivors Mobile, which which actually went live at the end of the announcement. Brilliant! Mm-hmm. Like that guy, I don't think that guy realizes that he is smashing the games industry right now. <laughs> yeah, he probably realizes it because everyone's talking about it, but it's uh, it's very impressive to watch that game just constantly reach new heights. Yes. Um, so yeah, that was that was the Game Awards, and I, I, I'm surprised. Well, not surprised because we've already spoken for nearly an hour about it. Um, but we could probably talk about what we're what we've been playing this year and what were our games of the year. Yeah. Um, so I've dropped in a link into the little thing that we use um, under the the Sunfire Tavern Game Awards, which is a link to the Wikipedia showing everything that came out this year. Yes. And I'd be interested to hear your top five from this year. So yeah, of those so games I... that came out this year, what do you think? I already went through this uh, page earlier. Oh, I'm so dumb. I closed my top five list, so I have to do it off the top of my head. Uh, okay. Jeez. Uh, okay, I'm going to have to remember. Uh, I'm going to say number one is... Um... Wait, number five or number one? I see. I'm trying to. I'm. I'm trying to. Do you. Do you have your five top five ready? No. I, I'm. I'm reading it as I go. I'm also cooking spaghetti at the same time. So. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody technology! Oh do it, all the God. things you want to. Uh, no, I started oh to prepare God. my dinner, but I'm. I'm cooking spaghetti bolognese. Yeah. But I'm making the entire thing from scratch. So I've also made my own pasta, my own spaghetti. Yeah. I see. I prepared this earlier, but I stupidly. What, <laughs> Yeah, here's some bolognese I prepared. Oh, earlier. okay, cool. No, um, I, Elaborating I had a it. I had a list of games that uh, were my top five 
but I closed the link, the links, because I was really silly. Uh, okay, so I'm just gonna go. This is not. This is an unordered list. This was just games I remember being on my uh list because it's unordered. Oh wait, I can go to my my history. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay, I got it. Um. Cool. So, uh, one of the games that was on my list is uh Patrick's Parabox, which is a puzzle oh, game. Oh yeah, I remember talking about that. Yeah. yeah. So out of the games I played in 2022, that was probably the best uh puzzle game that I played. Uh, just really good execution of a block pushing game with an interesting twist on a paradox mechanic of like the level goes inside itself. Uh, and it just like it's like a kind of like fucks with your head mind bending puzzle game but it does the thing which i love which is like a game which has zero barrier to entry on controls very similar to vampire survivors um but just goes like how far can we take this mechanic that okay. and that is my favorite kind of puzzle game where it's like it just builds layers upon layers upon layers without adding any new like controls or anything like that so um yeah and i think and, and basically it's just like a game that keeps asking you about how you like uh you know how far can we take this one mechanic and how much do you understand how this mechanic works it's so that is my like puzzle game of the year i guess okay um another game on my list is uh 13 sentinels aegis rim even though it came mm -hmm. out in 2019 uh it came out on switch in 2022 and that's when i, I count because i've got one that does the same thing so yeah I'm so, that, so i played it in 2022 and i played the switch version um and yeah, just the story of that game's really interesting. I think, and the way that it all comes together, I thought it was good how they, like, overlaid... Like, I like games where they kind of overlay the plot between lots of different perspectives, and then you can kind of see how it weaves together. Um, I just thought it was interesting. I guess the other thing, I'm going to talk about my, like, a brief addendum, or a brief uh, side note about my list, is, like, it, these are games that I don't see a lot of people talk about, but I want to highlight, because, like, uh, I'm edgy. And also because I'm like, you know, you've seen, you can probably read a review for like Immortality or like, I don't know, Elden Ring everywhere. <laughs> you know mm. what I mean? But these are like games that are like lesser known that I think that people. These are scrappy games that are trying to make yeah. themselves known, but they're yeah, not. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, some of the other games, like, so, uh, you know, another game on my list, uh, Sifu, which is, which I guess Shall a lot of people knew about. Yeah, as in like, you know, people know that game, but I thought that game, I, I think Slow Clap, who are the developers, just. They've really nailed down the third-person, like, martial arts animation systems and, like, making that game really feel great to play. Like, very, like, the combat is just very good. Um, and, like, maybe it's not the most interesting gameplay-wise or, like, game design-wise, but just the, the visual, like, how it looks, just they've, for an indie company, have done a great job of, like, getting that martial arts feel like kind of like you know when you're watching uh these kinds of movies and stuff like that they've just replicated that in a video game really well so that's my uh, and the game was great like i think the set pieces and the like environment designs in that game were awesome uh and obviously had lots of homages to like famous martial arts um scenes and stuff like that and i thought it was great um there was one more game in between these between what I guess is essentially my game of the year. The game, this list is kind of unordered, except for one of them, which is I think if you've listened to this podcast, you know, which is a uh, neon white is definitely at the yeah, top yeah. of my list. 
Oh, uh, no, that's your number one. I, I was yeah. expecting Neon White to be number one. Yeah, Neon White is my number one for this year, because that hmm. game is just personally... No, you loved it. Yeah. You didn't shut up about this. I mean, you're still talking about it. And yeah. For God's sake, God, just shut up about that bloody uh, game. <laughs> I just think that, like it's just the best designed game. Like Here that game makes you feel. Again, Look, the game makes you feel great. It's it is like in basically just like really horny for nineties anime, like me, and that's great. And yeah. just the music so, fucking so, slaps. Like so to, to add onto that, that is the Ollie game. Like yes. if I was to describe an Ollie game, that's it. Yeah, right? Neon I mean, White is is the most Oliver Tan game. Yeah. Of, of games. It's a ton of Ollie. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we got it in there. <laughs> Um, um, so what was your number two though yeah I'm trying to remember what it was well if you want to have a think I'll take you through mine because mine mine were I mean you probably guess what most of mine were but one that I forgot about until recently was Tinykin oh yeah 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 um, and I would put that like I don't think my list is in order because it's not very fair because um, these are all games that I thought were slammers but I would put Tinykin at like number three mm. uh, maybe even two and at number five was the Artful Escape um, because it was just fucking beautiful. That game was. Yeah. Uh, it really was. Like I, I loved that game. I loved it for what it was. It was a very unique experience. It was very short and it was done. Is that? And was I, that, I just did enjoyed that come it. Out this year. Uh, it came out on PS5, Switch, and Windows. I think this year. Right. It's, it's on the list for this year, but it, I, mean, I played it last year on Xbox. But I'm counting it this year because <laughs> I actually played it again in February. So. Okay. Uh, but I'm counting that one. Um, and then, obviously, I mean, my number one is Vampire Survivors. Cause, yes. I mean, obviously, like it's just a, a smash hit. Uh, and then I think Marvel Midnight Sun is my maybe my number four. I'm doing this in such a bizarre order. Um, but I can't think of a fifth one. <laughs> so I've had Marvel Midnight Sun. I mean, would Persona 5 count because I've been playing it this year? And it did come out in Game Pass did this Royal year. Did Royal come out this year? Uh, no, Royal came out years ago, but it uh, came out on, on Xbox this year. I don't year. think that counts, then. Okay. Uh, what else have I played that's new this year? Hmm. I can't think of any other game. Oh, no, Legends Arceus. There you go. Pokemon yeah, I was going to say, Arceus. yeah, you have, yeah, you have Pokemon, right? Arceus. Yeah, but not, not Violet and Scarlet, because they're trash. Like, I mean, they're fine games, but they're not great games. Yeah. Um, but Arceus, I really enjoyed. I played a lot of Arceus, so, okay, I'm going to take Arceus. That's my one. All right. Okay, I'm cool. done. I guess I. I mean, it doesn't feel right, to, given what I just said about like giving. You know, okay, no, I. I was gonna say Call of Duty DMZ because that's the game I've been playing a lot of. Rec that's just recency bias. But I'll give it to Marauders instead, uh, for kind of similar reasons. Marauders is a team made by a small like three guys in the UK, uh, who really like extraction shooters. Um, and I think for a three-man team, they did a great job on the game. Like gameplay wise, sure I know Marauders. Marauders is the game about um, it's kind of like steampunk if World War Two never ended and went into space. Oh, I remember you told me about it. yes. Yeah, yeah, and it's all about breaching. And I think they yeah, got yeah. the the sort of what's the word for it? Uh, gameplay dream, or like you know they execute. They had the, the the kind of idea of basically like, oh yeah, you're gonna breach onto people's ships and it's gonna feel intense and you're gonna like shoot everyone. The core and get lots of loose. Yeah, yeah, like the novelty of breaching. I think they they one of the only games where I've seen like nail that really well. Um, okay. And the game is good, and I'm really you know, and even though it only came out this year, and um, there's not, I think they're still planning to add more content to it, even though they're a three-man team, and maybe the player numbers are dwindling at the moment, uh, unfortunately. 
Uh, I'm really excited to see what they do with it, and I hope that the game kind of continues, because I think that, that this is kind of like a much more accessible extraction shooter than like Escape from Tarkov. I think it's a great alternative to Escape from Tarkov. Um, so I'm excited to see what the developers do with it, but, you know, they are suffering from the same thing of, like, you know, V Rising came out this year, which I'm sure people probably forgot about, but, you know, when it came out, very popular, very hot for a, for a little per period of time, and it's just kind of, like, gone back into obscurity, you know, like, not many people know about it. Like, like did you know that, uh, what's it, you know, do you remember Valheim? Yes. Valheim released their DLC, like... No, I did know, I knew. Yeah, I yeah. just, I... I... I don't have the energy to go back to that game. I yeah. enjoyed it when it came out. It was great. The barrier to entry to that game is that you have to invest a lot of time to progress, and mm -hmm. I just don't have that time. Yeah, exactly. It's like so, yeah, Valheim. Sure it's great. Yeah, yeah. Valheim is one of those games I would I I I also want to go back to, but I'm kind of maybe waiting until it comes out on Xbox. So oh, I think it's going to be sick on Xbox. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll have cross-platform, right? So then I will be able to play with uh, my partner. Hopefully, yeah, if she that'd be fun. That game, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess those are five. I guess there's not those are like five games I want to give shout outs to. I guess for uh, well, they're good calls. Game of the year, yeah. What about you? Yeah. So you 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 had what was it? Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah. Pokemon Legends Arceus, Vampire Survivors, uh, Artful Escape, mm -hmm. uh, Tiny Kin, and Tiny Kin. That was it. Yeah. Marvel's Midnight Suns. Were mine. Yeah. I mean, Midnight yeah. Suns sounds really good. So it's fine. It's a really nice game to come in at the end of the year as well. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I was expecting at some point, I don't know why, but I was expecting it to be Sonic Origins, but nope. No, not Origins. Um, Frontiers. Yeah. Oh, nope. God. The Sonic cycle is true once more. You get to the point where it looks cool. You feel like it's going to... To be fair, I never thought it looked cool. Mm -hmm. um, but you get to the point where you think it's going to be great. It's going to be a game changer. It comes out and it's disappointing and terrible. Yep. That that game is terrible. <laughs> uh, how about uh, Spaghetti? Are you going to give a shout out to Spaghetti? Oh, spaghetti's my, my boy at the moment. It's yeah. cooking nicely in the kitchen. Um, yeah. But no, I've got no other shout-outs, and I think that probably wraps us up for the show this week, doesn't it? Yes. If there's no other shout-outs, yeah. yeah this is... I remember I did have another thing to talk about. In fact, let me just bring up one little bonus point. Okay. So a little bit of news that I forgot about this week, uh, and this is gaming news. Uh, there's a game that I've been following on Kickstarter called The Outbound Ghost, and it looks like a love letter to Mario, uh, Paper Mario. Mm-hmm. Uh, which a lot of games have tried to do, and this game just looks fantastic. It got launched on PC a few weeks ago to moderately popular reviews, like people were enjoying it and stuff, but then the publisher pulled all rights from the, the developer and oh, wow. took hold of it themselves, which is just disgusting. Yeah. Um, so that guy is now fighting a battle. I didn't get my key yet, because I got, I got the Switch version, which is apparently really broken, so I, I'm kind of happy I haven't got my key yet, but at the same time, I don't care, because this developer has just had their entire thing that they've worked on completely pulled from them. Oh, God. And the publisher has taken complete control. So that, that was my, my news that I forgot about this week because I really, really hope, and I obviously fully support the developer because fuck the publisher for doing that. Um, that's that's clearly a greed thing going on. Yeah, that's horrible. And he's now, so he's he's documenting it on his Twitter and, and the, the Kickstarter, saying he's now having to understand about legal uh, stances and how to take someone to court and go through all that and all the costs are monumental. So he's like... Um, I really apologise for anyone that hasn't got their CD key yet, but I have to focus on this now and actually get the game back under my control because the publisher have taken it from me. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I fully support that guy, and I'm hoping that he gets his game back because what a shitty thing to do to someone. <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. I mean, it sounds... Yeah. yeah, I, I, 
I'm, yeah, I'm only hearing about this new story now, but this is definitely something I'm going to read into. This is interesting. Yeah. But um, I'll yeah, send you a link to after the after the podcast. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it's, it sucks because the game genuinely does look amazing, but clearly the publisher has seen the potential and decided to like axe over. out the yeah, yeah. Uh, which is just gross. Yeah, uh, no, gross. no one likes this. No, no one likes this. That's the the Fallout meme. Yeah, I guess. Nobody like this. Also, I guess just before we we wrap up, because we are very. This is a very long. Has been a very long episode. They're always longer. We always think they're not going to be, but they always are. Yeah. So, um, let. Do you want to give one bingeable TV series that you want to give a shout out to? American Office. All right, American Office. I'm going to say The Wire, which is on Now TV at the moment. Um, if you're in the UK. <laughs> Uh, I'm on For context, two. because I think Ollie's forgotten that we're a podcast and not a video podcast, I put a note on the thing saying TV series that are bingeable. Yeah. And, and Ollie just randomly asked that question. Yeah. <laughs> no, I said it at the beginning for the agendas. I'm just giving. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Before, All right, before fair. We I yeah, yeah. Before we See, round out. I like out. being corrected. It's fine. Yeah. Before we round out, uh, yeah, I guess The Wire. I'm currently binging that right now. Uh, it's very good. It's uh, um, gripping. So. So I've not seen the the wire, but the office, the American version, is one that I go back to at least once a year. Oh, 100 percent. And it is it's just lovely. Yeah. It's just a lovely, lovely show. Yeah. All so right. yeah, that's mine. Cool. I guess we can uh do do the wrap up then. So yeah. yeah, I guess thanks for listening to everybody for episode it's been episode seventy one, Sunfire Tavern. Uh you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern and you can listen to us on SoundClouds, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, send us your thoughts and reviews and questions in the Google form below and you got any closing comments Clark? Merry Christmas! Oh, yeah. yeah. It's that it... time of the year. Yeah. I hope everybody has a great Christmas. Um, yeah. I'm not sh- do you think we'll fit in another episode before the end of the year? We might. So um, I've actually got the next couple of weeks off work now. Yep. So I'm going to be focusing on putting all my stuff back together in my apartment because my decorating is finished and my apartment's all ready to go now. Lovely. Um, so phase one is complete. There's, it's in multiple phases because they're still doing other bits after Christmas. Oh, like Marvel. Exactly. Exactly like Marvel. And <laughs> at the end of it, there'll be a snap and all my stuff will disappear. And no <laughs> <anymore>. Um <laughs> But no, so I'm going to be off for quite some time. So we may actually find time to do like a more chunky podcast in the middle of the Christmas period at some point. However, I'm also having some pretty heavy dental work done ah. um, two days after Christmas. So I won't be able to talk for a few days, which yeah. is going to be which is going to be. Chilly. We'll have a text-to-speech only version of the uh, <laughs> podcast coming Hello. out. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Hopefully, we'll we'll fit in another episode at the end of the year. But um, yeah, I yeah. think we will. I guess uh, in that case, we'll see you guys uh, later this month. Then, all right, cool. Bye, Thanks for everybody. Bye. Bye.